This transmission is coming to you. This transmission is coming to you. This transmission is coming to you. Welcome to your deep dive for truth. Everyone out there is searching for the truth, but sometimes the truth hurts. It can have repercussions that are detrimental to the health and safety of you and your family. The first thing all truthers need to know is that the system will always try and discredit the information provider when said provider start informing the general population and get too close to the truth. Therefore, the Deep Dive for Truth team will be wearing their COVID masks to ensure we stay safe and anonymous while providing the opinions or facts that some of you may have never heard before. The desire for truth runs deep in all truthers. If you want to know more, join us on our Deep Dive content and support the Deep Dive for Truth team with your positive responses only. Any negative response is not appreciated. Red pill or blue pill? This choice is for real. Reality is here. Would you like to know more? Welcome to Deep Dive for Truth. Welcome to Deep Dive for Truth. This is Big T for Truth, getting you all the information that you need to hear. We've got some good stuff coming out, and you need to understand that I'm A-OK, happy. Everything's going great. Life is good. And to all my brothers and sisters out there in the human race, may God bless you and keep you strong. I know you want to have some excitement, want to hear more. This is good stuff. Everybody's starting to you know pile on, but I got, I got to go over some stuff. First of all, you know, if you donate to me, that's great. Timothy's German chocolate cake is awesome. Uh, send me a dollar for a cup of coffee or um, become a truth ambassador. Uh, help the Deep Dive for Truth team with some coffee. That would be great. But, um, yeah, if you haven't tried it, you know, a little extra sugar and a little extra cream, and it tastes like German chocolate cake. That's just good stuff. We've had people that, you know, have wanted to donate via personally um and we don't do that if you want to donate please understand our position uh you can do it through paypal go to our website become a truth ambassador or just donate a buck for a mission or a cup of coffee for the team so just you know make a note of that and we appreciate all the support you know thank you linda for you know offering that was awesome much appreciated so that was my shout out and I just wanted to clarify how we do this. So, let's rock this thing. The emergency use authorization. We need to talk about that. I don't blame the people that are just following orders during a pandemic or certain times. Because they're not, they're just, you know, following orders. And just like in World War II, people were just following orders and doing things. A lot of them ended up paying for their issues. And other, a lot of them were were actually not held accountable because they were actually innocent people that just didn't know better. So that's kind of where we're at with these people. You know, some of them just don't know. And that's why we're putting this out there as to what's going on here. That being said, let's, let's rock this thing with a uh, kind of a superhero-type production. I thought it was pretty good. Um, it is be being performed by... Frontline Doctors presents the front Frontline Films production. If you get a chance to go see it, or you know online or whatever, uh, it's the Doc Tracy. It'll um, if you go watch the video, it'll fill you in on all this stuff. But I just thought this was pretty cool. They did a lot of investigating, a lot of information they're putting out there, and they wanted to get that out there. So I figured, hey, 
that's a, this is a good way to use our platform and uh, help them get their word out. And I believe you guys, if you haven't heard it, will enjoy the show. Um, and then after this performance here, this production, we've got a couple other people uh, that we've captured that you might want to hear. Uh, good stuff all the way out to the end. Thank you, everybody, for your support. This is going great. I'm having a lot of fun um, and just helping the human race and uh, our species and our families. So God bless you all, and uh, let's get to it. For the last two years, Simone the most Gold, sophisticated mass psychosis campaign in history has been engineered by corrupt actors in government, media, and medicine. At the same time, many of the world's best doctors are being hunted, silenced, and terminated from their professions. Their alleged crime? The Orwellian charge of promoting disinformation. We are now witnessing the censorship and termination of world-class medical professionals. Dr. Robert Malone, the inventor of mRNA technology. Dr. Peter McCullough, the most published cardiologist in history. Dr. Paul Merrick, the author of 450 peer-reviewed research articles. When scientists and doctors like these are being threatened and silenced by the government, we are not at risk of tyranny. We are already living in it. In their own words, we now know that the so-called vaccines do nothing to stop the spread of infection. Directly from the mouths of the CDC director, from Joe Biden, Boris Johnson, Anthony Fauci, the World Health Organization. They all agree that the shots do not stop transmission. That is why they should not be referred to as vaccines, but simply be called injections. The tragic truth is this. We have been sold a massive lie. The science clearly shows that COVID restrictions have resulted in catastrophic damages to our economy, huge increases in suicides and substance abuse, and the spread of the true pandemic we face, mass formation psychosis, and an endless cycle of fear. Cycle of fear. Cycle of fear. Cycle of fear. Tracy. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to expose the pseudoscience, fake news, and fraudulent experts that threaten our republic. So this is part of the production um, that it's actually whether you choose to accept it. All this information, um, right now, if you don't have it, get a pen and paper or a pencil and paper and start writing down information that you can chase because they're going to go over some facts here and it's going to be hitting you pretty fast and uh, hard and quick. You want to get this information down. But again, uh, this is like as if you were Doc Tracy whether you choose to accept it, and then they're going to actually go through and have somebody do the investigation. Then you can look up the truth yourself, do the digging, and find out the truth. You guys all need to know the truth, and I think you do, but here it is. This will require comprehensive investigations, including public conversations with the bureaucrats who have shown themselves to be not leaders, but leeches, bleeding our nation into fatal submission. Maintain strict protocols to follow any laws and regulations so your actions are above reproach. Report all findings back to the AFLDS Investigations Unit. The year was 2020. Darkness had fallen across America. The medical establishment had been corrupted by bureaucrats, globalists, and incompetent greedy actors. But a select group of physicians spoke out. 
They delivered the cure of early treatment and urged the world to choose facts over fear. At this clarion call, Doc Tracy sprang to life, armed with a sworn allegiance to the truth. He ventured across the nation, exposing lies and the fraudsters behind them. In the relentless pursuit of justice, he stirs a sleeping giant to hold their leaders accountable. In the end, integrity will return to medicine and freedom to the American people. This is Doc Tracy. And hopefully freedom to the world. Unit Command, Doc Tracy here, and I'm investigating a crime. The hunting and silencing of America's doctors. At the center of my investigation, I find one, Christina Lawson. She's a land use lawyer. Dossier says no medical training. Now she's the president of the California Medical Board. Strange. It also shows that Lawson is a voting member of the Federation of State Medical Boards, the FSMB. Their primary task is, quote, disciplining physicians. In July 2021, the Federation did something it had never done. They threatened doctors over free speech. Specifically, those doctors who they declared to be spreading vaccine misinformation. According to the Federation, merely mentioning known adverse reactions, which are documented in the government's own VAERS database, is enough to get a doctor's license revoked. So giving patients informed consent is now enough to threaten doctors? We physicians have a duty to protect our patients. If a drug has side effects, we're required to say so. If the Federation is preventing physicians from doing this, that's a crime. They'd be coercing doctors to commit malpractice. Speaking of malpractice, here, August 18th, 2021, the California Medical Board sends an email encouraging doctors to inject pregnant women with the experimental COVID shots. Wait, August 2021? That's only eight months after the shots were released. There's no way they had enough time to complete studies on birth defects, cancer risks, immune disease, infertility. Most vaccines take 10 to 15 years to go through proper safety testing. And then you've got to go through all of the clinical trials, phase ones, phase twos, phase three. And that alone, if it works perfectly, is going to take a decade. Lady Gold, what safety studies were done on this vaccine prior to its release? One moment while I retrieve that data. Mutagenicity, none. Teratogenicity, none. Immunogenicity, none. Oncogenicity, none. Infertility, none. Unbelievable. So they have no idea if these shots are safe for pregnant women or what the effects might be on their children five and ten years down the line. And Lawson has children of her own. How could a mother insist on such a reckless and needless risk when young women have almost zero danger from COVID, especially in light of recent research. Let's see, an article published in the New England Journal of Medicine on June 17th, 2021, shows at least 82% of women who were injected in the first two trimesters suffered the loss of their baby before birth. What? Hello, danger. Also, it's been universally confirmed that the shots do not prevent transmission of the virus. Yet, Lawson and her cohorts continue to push these injections 
on every single human without any regard for their individual risk factors, like pregnancy, for one. This despite the fact that the shots are brand new and years away from completing long-term safety testing. These standard safety protocols have never just been skipped before. So what changed? Something is very fishy here. I'm old enough to remember normal times, back before the panic and paranoia of 2020. Women were so protective of their babies that they wouldn't even touch fish or take a sip of wine or eat certain cheeses during pregnancy. And doctors have never, in the history of American medicine, advised pregnant women to take a new and unproven medication. It simply never happened. Where is this all leading? By definition, these injections are investigational. They were first rushed to the general public under an EUA an emergency use authorization. Now, you might make the case for rushing experimental treatment for a very sick person, but healthy people, and especially pregnant women, shouldn't be used in experiments. Certainly, not without their informed consent. That's a violation of basic human rights. Yet, the Federation is facilitating, even forcing this experimentation. And they're suppressing informed consent with hostile threats against doctors who even mention reported harms. And the California Medical Board is falling right into line with the Federation's marching orders. At Christina Lawson's direction, they are actively hunting California physicians. This kind of government intimidation is starting to feel totalitarian. They're essentially labeling the federal government's own database as misinformation. When a doctor so much as mentions the harms documented in that database, but only in connection to the COVID injections. Hmm. Very fishy indeed. So let's compare some numbers. Lady Gold, what is the average number of deaths per year reported to the government database on the influenza vaccine? 39. Hmm. How many deaths have been reported in the last year in correlation to the COVID shots? 20,622. Hold on a New York minute. Over 20,000 in a single year compared to less than 100 a year for any other injection? That's, well, that's extremely concerning to say the least. What other red flags are they just ignoring? Ah, April 2020, Lawson and the California Medical Board sent an email to every physician in the state, this time threatening any doctor prescribing hydroxychloroquine for the treatment of COVID-19. What gives? Hydroxychloroquine has been an FDA-approved medication for decades. FDA-approved, safer than Tylenol. Why are they treating it like some sort of illicit drug? Like cocaine? Something smells rotten. And how do they justify suddenly demonizing this long-established medication? I need another data check. Lady Gold, how many studies do we have on hydroxychloroquine as treatment for COVID? There have been 307 studies involving over 420,000 patients, showing an average of 64% improvement. In 13 trials that looked at mortality, they found an average reduction of deaths of 75% when hydroxychloroquine is given early. Those results seem promising. What additional data are available for hydroxychloroquine? It has been FDA approved for over 65 years, with 500 million doses prescribed annually in the United States alone. It is on the World Health Organization list of essential medications. It was made the official treatment protocol for COVID in Wuhan, China, within the first two months of the original outbreak. It has been officially adopted as COVID treatment in all or part of 36 countries. Side effects are extremely rare. 
Yeah, that certainly matches my research. China did use it for COVID in Wuhan, and their death numbers were much smaller than ours. The majority of Africa has taken it weekly as a preventative measure for disease, where it's available over the counter, and that continent has only 3% of the US COVID death rates. That's quite a clue. And if hydroxychloroquine has long been proven to be safe and effective, what evidence is the board using to justify these threats? I know there were some questionable studies that had to be retracted. Ah, here we are. A Lancet study in May 2020 allegedly found higher rates of death with hydroxychloroquine treatment. The results were reported by all the major networks across the world, and public opinion turned sharply against it. Within days, the WHO and England's version of the FDA ordered all ongoing studies of hydroxychloroquine to be stopped in their tracks. But just a simple search by physician investigators revealed that this study was not only questionable, it was fraudulent. Turns out, it was written by a crack medical team consisting of a science fiction writer, a porn star, and a discredited vascular surgeon who had plagiarized multiple studies in the past. The authors were caught faking the data and the Lancet was forced into an embarrassing and unprecedented retraction. The attack on hydroxychloroquine didn't stop there. A JAMA study from around the same time, also clearly intended to discredit hydroxychloroquine, was performed by a Dr. Borba using six times the lethal dose, causing the needless death of numerous test subjects and leading to a criminal investigation and charges of homicide. Unit Command, the evidence is overwhelming. Lawson and these medical boards are hunting doctors to cover up data they don't like, using fraudulent studies and a dishonest media. This is outrageous, and it cannot go unchallenged. They need to answer for this. I'm gonna gather some witness testimony on the ground, and then it's time to hold this fraudster accountable. I'm Doc Tracy. I'm a physician investigator. We are investigating a crime that's been perpetrated against the American people. Would you be willing to offer your opinions on some questions? Okay. If you had a problem with your sink, who would you call? An electrician or a plumber? A plumber. If you had a, a plumbing problem, would you call a plumber or an electrician? A plumber. Would you call an electrician or a plumber? A plumber. And why do you say that? Because they're the experts in plumbing. And why do you say that? That's his job. That's a specialty. Now, who would you expect to be found as director of a state medical board? A doctor, a lawyer, an engineer? It's a doctor. And why do you say that? Because if you're going to be the director of a medical board, then you should know something about medicine. Now, who would you expect to find as the leader or the director of a state medical board? A lawyer, an engineer, a doctor? A doctor. Because? They're the experts. Okay, so it sounds like you think that somebody who's running medicine for a state should probably know something about medicine? Yes. Okay. If you have a friend who's pregnant, what kind of foods would you tell your pregnant friend to avoid? Alcohol, soft cheeses, deli meat, sushi. No drinking. That sounds like common sense. So let me ask you this. If you had a pregnant friend who had the alternative to choose a life-saving medication that's FDA approved, um, decades of safety use, versus a new experimental injection, which, which one would you tell her to take? Obviously, I would tell her to take the FDA-approved one. Would you recommend any pregnant woman taking a new experimental injection during pregnancy? No. Which one would you recommend to her? So I would recommend the one that has a history. Okay, why do you say that? Because it's a tried and true method. Fair enough. The president of the California Medical Board 
How does it feel to be in charge of the quality of medical care in all of California, the largest state in the country? Do you have any comment on the FSMB uh, threatening physicians with revoking their license for spreading misinformation? Does the California Medical Board take a position on that? You're a lawyer and you're, you're the president of the medical board. Um, is a physician uh, the president of the California State Bar? Okay, I'm gonna call the Walnut Creek PD right now, Eric. Okay. I'm a physician, just trying to ask some questions here. Just wanna know your position as the president of the medical board about the FSMB threatening physicians revoking their license. Okay, we can certainly end this interview right now. Okay. Unit Command. Dr. Tracy with a follow-up on the Lawson case. I held several witness interviews with the public to learn their impression of a medical board director being somebody other than a doctor, and they definitely found it strange. I then proceeded to interview our primary suspect, follow protocol, public place with witnesses, and I should note, the suspect did not cooperate, acted quite suspicious as a matter of fact. All I did was ask a basic question, and this high-powered lawyer and government official cried on camera and then called the cops on me. She had no response when confronted with her crime of hunting doctors who are serving on the front lines of critical care and scientific study. The primary weapon used in committing this crime? The insidious use of the term misinformation, as though science never included dissent and discovery. Lenin, Stalin, and Hitler would be proud of the way Lawson and her cronies are weaponizing words and redefining reality to control the masses. In the typical fashion of tyrants, they project their own crimes onto others. There's no better example of disinformation than hiding and distorting evidence of a potential cure and then blatantly lying to continue the deception. They seemingly have no moral boundaries, even standing on a study which poisoned and killed innocent subjects with toxic doses of an otherwise safe medication just to push the public away from discovering possible remedies. And what about motive? Why would public officials prevent people from using potential cures? Why not allow the pursuit of any possible solution to a deadly disease, including both existing medications and new drugs? Well, they certainly are aggressive in demanding universal compliance with their injection campaign, which brought in $82 billion of revenue for just Pfizer alone. And it turns out they were only legally permitted to begin the rush distribution and forceful administration of those injections by the granting of an EUA. This emergency use authorization allows an untested drug to bypass the standard FDA safety process, but only if there are no other alternatives available. Ah, so now there's an obvious explanation for completely eliminating any shred of possibility for alternative treatments. Suspect, weapon, and motive. We've compiled a clear-cut case against Lawson who is enabled by even more powerful fraudsters in the Mandate Mafia like Newsom, Fauci, and Brandon. But Lawson will never suffer the loss of her medical license as she seeks to inflict on others. Why? Because she's never had one. She's claiming authority she doesn't deserve. And she's forgotten that she's a servant to the law and the people of her state. Those people are free, independent citizens who deserve accountability from their public officials which Lawson has refused to provide. And those citizens deserve justice, which demands that Lawson face the consequences for these crimes. Justice is only possible when we follow the law and the facts. 
which is why I will never back down from investigating the full story and providing it openly to the American people. This is Doc Tracy, and we will discover the truth. Hey, that was exciting. That was fun. Remember, this is fiction. They are watching. All you truthers are on board with that, and you understand why I say it and why I write it, because it's fiction. I'll just tell you what right now. There was definitely some information in there that you got to look up and make sure that you know. I mean, I've covered most of it, but you want to make sure you look up, uh, you know, personal names and, and whatever. But a lot of it's common sense. A lot of it's good stuff. But do your own digging. Get your, yeah, I'm glad you had your pencil out and your paper. If you had any, uh, hey, what's this? What's that? You can do some research. Because digging for the truth and knowing the truth and uh, helping your fellow human being learn about the truth is what we're all about. That was by the uh, doctors, Lawson's Hunt. Try to find that. There's a frontliners that uh, gave us that information. You know, I, I got to say, I get a lot of information coming across the uh, Deep Dive for Truth team's table. <laughs> we uh, try to find something that's other good stuff that we just can't put on, either because of uh, profanity. I try to respect everybody out there and your intelligence by trying to control what I put out there for information. Okay, here we happen to have a former pharmaceutical rep telling the truth about the industry and the harm it causes. This has probably been out for a while, so, you you know, it's old news, but it's important that you hear what's going on, uh, even if it happened, something came out a while ago. So here, here it is. This is Gwen Olson, former pharmaceutical industry rep. My name is Gwen Olson, and I am the author of Confessions of an RX Drug Pusher. I'm a 15-year veteran of the pharmaceutical industry, and I left in the year 2000. And what I would like to do today is I would like to dispel the myth that the pharmaceutical industry is in the business of health and healing. Because, in fact, what the pharmaceutical industry is in the business of doing is disease maintenance, and symptoms management. They are not in the business to cure cancer, to cure Alzheimer's, to cure heart disease, because if they were, they would be in the business of putting themselves out of business, and that, in fact, doesn't make sense. I don't want people thinking that I am a conspiracy theorist, because, in fact, there is no theory behind what I'm telling you. It's all provable. And what I'm saying is provable is that the pharmaceutical industry doesn't want to cure people. You need to understand specifically when we're talking about psychiatric drugs in particular, that these are drugs that encourage people to remain customers of the pharmaceutical industry. In fact, you will be told if you're given a drug such as an anxiolytic or an antidepressant or an antipsychotic drug that you may be on the drug for the rest of your life. And very frequently, people find that they are on the drugs for a very long period of time, if not permanently, because they're almost impossible to get off of. Some of them can have very serious withdrawal symptoms. Most of them can have extremely serious withdrawal symptoms if they're stopped cold turkey. But some people even experience withdrawal symptoms when they tie to chitrate or they try to eliminate um, the drug little by little, day after day. So it's really important to understand the motivation behind all of the, the current maintenance drugs that are on the market, even, for example, drugs such as cholesterol-lowering drugs. And what we are, in fact, finding now is that cholesterol drugs are lowering cholesterol excessively and causing other disease states as a consequence. So you need to be careful 
about trying to take drugs in order to remain healthy because you're never going to have anyone come to you and tell you that the drugs are always tried against a placebo in clinical trials. What a placebo is is a sugar pill. And in fact, many drugs are not found to be much more efficacious than the sugar pill. And in a, point, a case in point, actually, is the recent um, clinical trials that were released in the meta-analysis that came out of the UK on antidepressants, on the newer SSRI, Selective Serotonin Reuptake Inhibitor Antidepressants. And what was found was the information that activists and other researchers have known for decades was that antidepressants are no more effective than placebo, no more effective than sugar pills. But yet there are over 44 million people that have been taking these antidepressants, and a large number of them people that have mild to moderate depressive uh, episodes. In fact, they, they proved that the antidepressants were not effective in anyone with the exception of some of the most severely depressed patients. And I can tell you from personal experience that there are a number of things that um, depressed patients can do to improve their mental status aside from drugs that are quite effective and, in fact, more effective than placebo. Uh, another recent study that was released um, showed that exercise was, in fact, more effective than either placebo or the antidepressant drug that they were compared to. But just like Bill Maher said in his uh, show, you know, we're never going to hear any ads on television that are sponsored by anybody saying, you know, the New England Journal just announced that exercise is twice as effective as antidepressants in curing depression. Uh, ask your doctor if getting your butt off the couch is right for you. You know, you're never going to get that kind of good information, fair balanced information, as long as pharma is funding the major TV stations, the advertising uh, that supports those television stations, the major journals and all of the advertising that supports the major journals. You just have to be commonsensical people and understand that the pharmaceutical industry makes five to six times the amount of money as any of the other Fortune 500 companies in the United States of America. They are not going to easily or readily give up that income. And we are, in fact, considered a human commodity. Our loved ones, our children, our elderly are considered cash cows that are preyed upon by pharmaceutical reps such as myself who are encouraged to go in and build market shares without thinking about the consequences to patients, without knowing the misinformation information that they are distributing without being aware that the clinical data has been contrived or that the patient populations have been cherry-picked or that the side effects have been minimized and reported in such a manner that it doesn't present the information correctly. I spent 15 years in this industry. I was one of the best of the best, but I'm here to tell you that the industry has run amok, that we are at a severe crossroads in this nation and that we have got to take our power back and we have got to start making the pharmaceutical industry accountable for their actions and for the defective products that they're putting on the market. It won't be long before every American is affected by this disaster and we need to be aware of what the differences are between diseases, between disorders, and between syndromes because if it doesn't have to be scientifically proven, if there are no tests, if there are no blood tests, CAT scans, urine tests, MRIs, if there is nothing to document that you have a disease, 
then you in fact do not have a disease, you have a disorder. And it has been given and has been diagnosed pretentiously. And you need to get yourself educated and understand that there are options and those options are much more effective than drugs. You need to look into the nutritional aspects of your diet and your lifestyle aspects. Are you exercising? Are you taking care of yourself in the ways that you need to be proactive about your health? Because once you start down the road of taking one prescription drug on top of the other, you will be a lifelong customer for the pharmaceutical industry and your choices will be truncated. So I would like to ask you to please self-educate, be proactive, and share the information with others. The next victim could be someone that you love. Thank you. Wow, Glenn Olson, she's uh, brave for getting that out there to the human species. That was a while ago, obviously. It's important that we keep hearing these messages, even if you know, you've know you never heard this before. A lot of this stuff, you maybe you've heard it. Maybe some people have been doing their digging and doing the research, but there's a lot of people coming on listening to us, and they haven't heard it or this is new to them, or even new, some of these things might be new to people that are like digging and still, wow, I didn't get that, I missed it. So that's what we're trying to do is is get the word out there, help our, our species understand what's going on with the silent uh, weapons to a quiet war. If you haven't uh, listened to those episodes, uh, it explains a lot. You almost have to write everything down and kind of follow the path but it's important and then you'll start to see everything as it comes forward and what's going on so that was really good stuff and hey you know what i've got a bonus i'm going to put this on here for a little bonus for everybody it's for the world it's not i mean it's a it's an american person talking about america and their counties or their states but but this is a message that goes out to the human species and the world and uh, i just love it i love this guy's uh, tenacity and his fearless position on protecting the U.S. Constitution and its people. And I believe, uh, God bless the world, I believe that you know, all humans should be following uh, this message. So here's the message to the rest of the world. You know, guys, it's, it's simple. Like a lot of them have said, the Constitution needs no, no explanation. It's been enforced for several hundred years now. It's easy to understand. It says what it means and means what it says. And the last time I read the Declaration of Independence, it, it, it specifically reminds all of us that we're endowed by our Creator with certain inalienable rights, which means God-given, among these life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, and that governments were instituted among men specifically to secure our God-given rights. And it says when government becomes destructive to these ends, meaning when they go above and beyond trying to secure our liberties and trying to take them, it's the right of the people to alter or abolish that government, either by voting or ultimately, God forbid, to use our Second Amendment rights to protect ourselves from tyranny. And I'm just asking all of y'all to unanimously join our sister counties of Wilkes, Surrey, Stokes, Lincoln, and Cherokee and get on board with this thing and publicly demonstrate to us that you're willing to uphold and honor the same oath I took when I put my hand on God's word and held my other hand up to him and swore that I'd give my life to defend that Constitution. And I, and I hate, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but regardless of what y'all do or don't do, I'm not going to enforce an unconstitutional law. I'm going to
protect the people of this county regardless of what's done here. So I'm just praying. I've been praying about this thing all week that God would touch y'all's heart and say, hey, let's get on board. Let's do the right thing. Let's let these people know that we're here to support them and we're not going to allocate any personnel finances, resources, or facilities to infringe on their liberties. Thank you. So that was a sheriff, law enforcement from Wilkes County. But the point is, is he mentioned something in there about uh, God-given inalienable rights, which means we all across this world were given by God rights. And when a government takes away your freedom of anything— that as long as it's not harming the rights of anybody else, any other human being, then you need to do something about it. Like you said, vote people out or change your rules. Establish constitutions that uh, protect the people over the tyranny of world governments. And that's what's keeping America going. That's what's keeping us uh, in the fight for the human species and freedom of every person on the earth, every human being, including the system people. But you know what? They believe that they uh, are above and beyond the laws um, and that they can do what they want because they have the military and the, and the law enforcement and everybody protecting them and the money backing them and the lawyers and the system total full bore. They're just people. And they're just like us. But the point is, is we have the power. The people and the majority have the power. We just have to get together. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I threw out some stuff out there. It's kind of exciting. I uh, enjoyed it a lot. I hope you're listening and, and having fun. If you're new to the podcast, thank you. Welcome aboard. Become a Truth Ambassador or send us a cup of coffee. We appreciate it. The Deep Dive for Truth team appreciates it. Uh, we're just going to keep all this information coming across the table and putting it out there. And, uh, you know, what's funny is I'm looking at every age level that's coming in and who's monitoring my podcast and uh they're all good numbers they're all growing so i think i'm hitting every demographic uh and i and i believe i truly believe that that's because we're all one species and we're all human beings and remember god family country in that order you're human you're my brother or sister you're part of my family all right god bless y'all and hope that you follow us next time this is big t for truth Peace. The Deep Dive for Truth team is about digging for the truth. The truth about topics that may or may not be based in reality, but based in the control and manipulation and misguidings of our species by the system. The system that is not for the human species, but for the entitled ones of the human race. If we are going to make a change, we need to do this collectively, using the system against them. Knowledge, resources, species building. We will not be controlled by any government, media, or status group. We will be for you, the human race. We will need your support to tackle this endeavor. We will do this with or without you. But the only way to challenge the system is with everyone's support. There will be connecting topics to show the thread of truth from beginning to the end. Throughout our series, we will be having some fun, hoping that the system may not notice us at all, mainly AI. Hidden in the information, we will remove the blindfold obstructing the truth. That truth will be unveiled to those who really want to know everything about the removal of 90% of the human race. Binary code messages play on words within the jokes, the jests, and the possibilities will propose. 
Again, this is fiction. The system is watching. You will be informed as to who, what, where, and why the world is the way it is. You will find out where we are heading and the possibilities of hope and change for our species. The nature of our existence is to gain knowledge. When you follow us to the end, you will become an ambassador of truth. You will be able to spread a warning to our kind. You will be able to spread a message of hope, life, and a future for our species. If you want to follow someone who has been digging deep dives for 35 years and has threaded the needle of truth and who has put the big picture together, then this is for you. Remember, you may not always like what you see, but you will be able to see and sense what is the truth around you. It is time for the Great Awakening.